Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues. Going. Going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. Your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Welcome into the hot corner for it must be as it always is a blazer Wednesday. Kudos to all two of you still listening to this program right now. And the two of those are us, but we're also watching the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm only listening because my headphones are connected to your microphone as well. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I probably don't care what you have to say. Yeah, well, it's okay. Nothing, nothing are we going to listen you. to each other the entire show? Maybe. I mean, we usually do. Yeah, but... We should do a show in which we can't hear each other. <laughs> we just see that the other one stopped talking, and then we just talk? Yeah. With no idea on earth of what they said. Sounds fun. It sounds like the worst radio show of all time with some funny moments. Hey, man, I've heard people doing radio. So simple, like, it's just my work. Thanks, Jim. I've been hearing people do radio like that uh, all over the place. It seems <laughs> to work for them. I've worked with some people that do that. Uh. <laughs> That's why I love you, Mike. That's why I'm with you till the end of time. What? I'm with you till the end of time. What? It's going to be great. <laughs> you and me, Mike, doing this little old show. That's till we're a, old and gray. I think that is an unintentional Rick and Morty reference, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure... Still haven't seen that show. It's on Hulu, though, right? Yeah, you should watch it. Spotify gave me free Hulu. You will you will love that show. Spotify, Spotify gave me free Hulu, so I've been meaning to watch Rick and Morty, but Futurama's on Hulu, so I'm like... But you've seen Futurama a hundred times. Yeah, but what... Every episode. Yeah, but and like... There's a lot of episodes. Yeah, but 101 is just as fun. Try Rick and Morty. Oh, but there, there's rhymed. A, there's a scene in there where Rick goes... It's you and me, Morty. 8,000 more episodes. You and me. You don't get to go anywhere. We're going to go on adventures forever. Nine more seasons, Morty. It's like super meta breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like how you know that verbatim. Well, it's wrong probably, but <laughs> it's some, something to it, to that effect. Uh, I'm really bad at movie and TV show quotes. Yeah. I'm really envious of Suk's ability to recall anything from TV and movies and have it be correct because I am awful, 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 falafel at... Remembering quotes. 
terrible. Even when I see movies multiple times, I'm like, what was the exact line? I don't know. Uh, I grew up in a family that was really big on that, so it's kind of ingrained in the old membrane. So I just kind of got it. Yeah. I think it's a genetic thing. <laughs> as weird as that may sound. It's really funny, too, because I can remember like so many stupid sports stats or stupid moments in history. Uh, yet I was an actor for a very long time and for the life of me could not remember lines. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. I struggled with it so much. So much. And I did a lot of classical stuff too, so it's like you can't make that stuff up. You got to For some reason you struck you me as a guy it. who would remember your lines. No, I'm terrible really, at really, it. Really really do well. Terrible at it. Terrible at it. That's so weird. I know. I don't get it. And I would study all the time because, you know, I was like enjoying it. <laughs> right. You wanted to be studying an it. actor. An actor. Uh, my apologies to everybody out there listening. I sound like garbage today. I actually feel fine. Uh, I just can't breathe. I don't think you sound that different. Really? Yeah. Oh, I sound way different in my head. Well, that's because your head is congested. So you can't hear very well, probably. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I didn't even get to like taste beers today at work because i just i can't smell anything mm. that's the worst when you have like a great dinner planned mm -hmm. and then you get the allergies and you still want to go because it's a reservation and then you go and everything on the menu just doesn't taste as good yeah and you go what a waste of this great reservation what a waste of my life i mean maybe not a huge waste no you still had an enjoyable time but right i there's no it doesn't last too long Although, whenever you're sick like this, it feels like it lasts forever, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It feels like you didn't breathe for, like, three months straight. And instead, it was literally, like, five days. But the the thing for me with that is I think the food tasting stuff only lasts for, like, two days. Yeah. You have two bad days of tasting food, and then it's fine. But Yeah, I drank a hazy beer yesterday. Oh, no, it was this, it was, uh, it was this afternoon when I was watching. <laughs> And some, I was like, oh, this is kind of good. And people were like, what? You don't like this beer. And I was like, I don't know. Apparently, I like it now. <laughs> yeah, I should drink hazy IPAs when I'm just congested and can't taste anything. I think you should never trust your opinion on anything when you're that congested. Yeah. Ever. This is day, what am I on? I'm day five of this. This is the best I've felt. So that's a huge plus. Uh, I actually am sleeping now. So that's great. When you, like, wake up in the morning or in, like, 4 a.m., you're like. <laughs> I don't do that anymore, so that's great. So that's a big plus. But I'm fighting through it, Mike. I Trust me, you don't sound that bad at all. Uh, frankly, you don't sound bad at all. You sound Sweet. like your normal self. And Sweet. I think you, you've come through the thick of it, and you'll be fine. Just take some, take some allergy meds if you haven't yet. Yeah, I took some. I raided the first aid kit mm. at work. Oh, at work, yeah. I know. I also designed those first aid kits at work. Ah. So it was like, hmm. <laughs> Need to make sure in case somebody has lacerations. Um, there are massive chemicals around here, so any chemical burns and eye stuff. And then me, I have dry skin and allergies. Let's make sure we get some of that stuff in there, too. If you haven't ever used it, use some of the uh, now over-the-counter nasal sprays, like the Flonase like stuff. Like Flonase and stuff? Because I used to use a prescription one and then it got really expensive on insurance so i just went over the counter it's great i very i very rarely get allergies now and i used to get them a lot so knock mm -hmm. on wood i've been good even with all the pollen in the air so far so we'll see well after college i decided that nothing was going to go up my nose so 
I got to live, live, and live through that. Mm. Uh, I used to take this great stuff that I used to get over the counter. It had like nasal Called cocaine. Is <laughs> nasal? That would be the worst idea right now ever for allergies. <laughs> It'll clear you up for like the night, and you'll be like, "Yeah, this is great." Then you'll wake up in the morning and just hate life. Yep. Uh, I used to take this stuff that had like a, a nasal decongestant, an antihistamine, and some Tylenol in it. You know, basically like a little Sudafed sort of type thing, and it was over the counter. And you can't get that anymore because it's really easy to make meth with it. Ah. And so. Ah, yes. Thanks, crackheads. <laughs> I guess meth heads. Thanks, you yahoos. Now I'm just sick and miserable because you need to be up for four days straight <laughs> doing God knows what. i got to dig you- a trench. I'm just going to smoke some meth. <laughs> okay. This is going to sound awful. Maybe I not- love it. Give it. Maybe not. I-, I had this thought, and I actually said this to my wife the other day. It was probably like a month ago at this point. The other day. <laughs> the other day. I guess technically it is the other day. Two years ago, the other day. <laughs> um, I said, wouldn't it be nice with how busy our lives are and how much we want to do, and even in our downtime, how many things we want to watch, like TV shows and, or for me, games I want to play, to just not go to sleep for like four straight days and not need it, and then just overnight you just play that game or watch that show or get that project done that you want or whatever yeah. it is. And then my wife goes, yeah, that's why people do cocaine and meth. And I went, hmm, right, but I don't want the bad effects. I just want to stay awake for a couple of days and do all the things I want to do and not have to go to sleep. You know, they say you can do meth and be instantly addicted to it. Yes. All it takes is one time. Same as heroin, right? Oh, yeah, the big H. Yeah. I always forget the needle thing. I'm out on the needle thing. Yeah, me too. But then again, for a long time, I said I was against the nose thing, and that was disproved. Go kooks. Is that a terrible thing to say? That's pretty bad, yeah. Pretty bad, yeah. yeah. But I'm anti the needle thing. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> what is happening on the TV I right don't now? Know. Shaq don't and Ernie know. and Chuck all sprinted up to the board for the Kenny segment that he goes up and, like, breaks down the game. <laughs> uh, speaking of, Blazers Great, are up. Greatest show on TV, by the way. Bla- Blazers are up by 15. At half. Dude, who gets Ernie's job when he kicks it? Because these yahoos ain't going anywhere. This is such a great paycheck. You know what would be good in that job? Hmm. Isaac Rop. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't he, though? A hot take. He'd be great at that. Yeah. I would love me some Isaac Rop in that. Just lay back, let them do their thing, drop jokes every now and then, and then you're good to go. Hmm. Now, how do I be like more like Isaac Rop so I can get that job? So I'm a little younger than Isaac. Yeah, little, he's not old by any means, but I got him a few years I mean, younger. He's, he's pretty old now. He's getting old. <laughs> Jeez, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> we just bury your guy. <laughs> I like Isaac Rob for that job. Yeah, he's getting old. <laughs> <laughs> not as old as Ernie though. That's for sure. <laughs> Ugly Dougly. Blazers are up by 15 at half. We'll keep you updated on that score as the game progresses, because God knows why you're listening to us and not the game. But that's fine. We'll take it. Hang with us. We'll do baseball all day. Uh, we got plenty of stuff to get to today. Uh, a man crossed a milestone that we haven't seen in a while and may not see for a while. We'll get to that at the top of the eight o'clock hour. We got fair or foul at the bottom of the eight o'clock hour as well. Uh, don't forget to check out the beers on us podcast tomorrow drops around four o'clock. We'll have that bad boy for you. A lot of excitement from last week's episode, a lot of great positive feedback. So thanks to you out there that have listened to that. You can find that on uh, iTunes podcast, radio.com, Stitcher, Google Play, 10AtheFan.com. Thanks. You guys have been great. Keep it up. Uh, we appreciate it. You can also we find love us. You. We can also you can also find us on social media throughout the show tonight. 
Uh, Mike's at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. You can find our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher on Twitter as well. Joe fish three. That's F I S C H. You can find me on Instagram at PDD zero eight five. Don't be scared to just slide right into that DM. Cause I'm there for you, baby. And there's also the better you today. Text line five, five, three Oh five. That lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. When we come back, let's talk some baseball, baby. Unless you want to do champions league. Anybody? Anybody? Nope. Just me. You even want to after going down 3 0 in Barcelona? Uh, there's a little part of me that would talk Champions League just because I think uh, the box score does not say the total story of the game. Anyway, we'll do baseball. We'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. I feel like that was really uncalled for, Mr. Fisher. He's just really, really, really salty because his team is really, really, really bad. Like all-time bad. No, that was last year. Not We're better this year. No, Ooh, I don't know you about that. You guys just set a record for most home runs given up by a pitching staff in the first month of the season by like 30. Yeah, dude. You Dylan guys gonna- Bundy did that in one game last year. You guys, right. you guys are going to lose 120 games. I also saw a funny tweet from a national writer that goes, Orioles' atrocious defense continues with three more errors on the day in the first four innings. And I went, oh, boy. <laughs> they were that bad, huh? That bad. Woof. Woof. Well, some breaking news that just came across the old ticker. Corey Kluber in his start today for my Cleveland Indians took a line drive off his forearm, and it is broken. Fractured. And he is dead. Well, yeah. He he's wasn't, breathing, but he's dead. He wasn't pitching super well this year, was he? Or did he start no, kind of rebounding? No, he wasn't pitching that well this year. But, I mean, like, how pumped am I that he's going to right forearm that's broken? Is that his pitching arm, too? Uh, let me look at Kluber. Yeah, he's a righty. Mm. You like how I, I licked my fingers the way Klubes does? Yeah. I was like, how does he do that? <laughs> yeah, he's a righty. That's not great, Bob. Uh, it's not great. Not great. The good news is he's the third best pitcher on the staff right now. So who knows? Hey, maybe. Maybe it'll be all right. That's really awful. Like well, yeah. when when you see that happen, it's it's it happens on both hit by pitches and when uh, less when pitchers get hit because general that's so rare. But if you see them get hit not in the head, but in the body or like on the ankle with a line drive and you're like, "Oh my god." But you have that moment of especially if it's your team, your gut just goes into your throat. And you're like, no, 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 please, 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 don't be hurt, don't be hurt, don't be hurt. Yeah. This happened when, early in the year, when the Yankees had all the injuries just happen. And the next game, Luke Voigt got a hit in the arm with like a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. And you're like, stop it! Yeah. And he turned out to be fine. But it was just one of those. Like, you see a batter who gets hit on the wrist, and you're just like, oh, dude. Like that right in the is, front of the yeah, front of the hand Right on there. the ball. Yeah. You're like, that. you're done, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so no idea what the timetable is. What is it? It was a non-disclosed. Non-displaced, non-displaced fracture. Thank he will you. be reevaluated tomorrow or next week, I think it said. Well, the good news is Mike Clevenger's pitching well. No, he's hurt too. Carlos Carrasso. No, he got shelled the other night. Trevor Bauer. Woo-woo! Shane Bieber. No, he got shelled the other night. Yeah, Biebs got shelled hard the other night too. Yeah. That was really rough. Eh, whatever. What the what the owner of of the Indians say? Just enjoy Frankie. 
Enjoy him while you got him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's okay, going to be gone dude. in a couple of years. You got him, buddy. We'll just hang out and watch him. Uh, so if we hear anything about I like the- how you're not even that mad about it. You're like, well, he's probably right. I might as well just enjoy him. Hey, dude, I remember 97. It was like, oh, we almost won the World Series. See you in 20 years. Dang it. <laughs> and then two years ago, oh. Ah, we almost got it. See you in 20 years. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> hey, yeah. at least you made it again. Yeah, and then 2009 rolls around. Was it 2009, 2008? What year did you guys win the series? 2009. 2009. Then it comes around to 2009, and you're like, ooh, nice game one World Series matchup. Oh, both those guys won Cy Young's in Cleveland, and Cleveland's not playing this game. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to him at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. But anyway, uh, some fun things. Mike and I were just kind of looking around the league and kind of seeing what's exciting and what's going on. And there's a couple guys uh, that are – just absolutely mashing. And we've talked about one of them frequently on this show as as I have a major sports tight pants situation with him. Uh, but there's a couple other people that I think are worth mentioning. And, Mike, you brought up a, a person that I am very critical of. You were last year, especially. And I have continued to be and will because I want to see if this continues to go. Because, again, they're on a team that we don't know why they're good, but maybe we do know why they're good. And right now, Cody Bellinger is just absolutely raking the baseball. Every time – I haven't watched a lot of Dodgers baseball yet this year, but every time I'm on my on my phone at night on Twitter at, oh, about 8.30 or so, and I'm scrolling, 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 and I come across the MLB official Twitter feed mm-hmm. – Nine out of ten times at that time, it's another Cody Bellinger home run highlight. Ding, ding, ding. He is hitting in the first month of the season 431, 14 home runs, 37 RBIs with an on-base percentage of over 500. So, wowzes. Uh, remember when he first came up, he was power, Smoking hot wife. power hitting machine. He I mean, Aaron, mother. He and Aaron Judge were... The two next best things in baseball. Yeah. Both hitting a bunch of bombs. But last year, he played every game. He only hit 25 home runs. The average was not great, but fine. 260 for a guy with power. Struck out a lot. Struck out a lot. And kind of wasn't that instrumental in the Dodgers he playoff was not, run. He was not impactful at all. And in fact, at times, he was kind of a liability. The thought was, well, maybe he's just going through a sophomore slump or was year one a fluke. Well, I think... I mean, I know it's only one month, but this is this is beyond a hot streak. This is just, oh, my God, this guy is freaking amazing. And I think you've gotten past the sophomore slump and have entered into Cody Bellinger's a really, really, really good young player who can hit for average and power. And, yeah, obviously the numbers are going to drop. If they don't, it'll be the best season in baseball history. But um, to me, it is it is obvious that he is a good player. And last year was a sophomore slump. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, you know, like the Mariners, which we're not really going to get into. We're going to – we'd like to shelve that and wait a little more time. I'd like to see – I'd like to see how this goes. I think there's a couple other people that are playing really well right now that are a little more of a proven commodity in that sense that, you know, I can look on this list and see, uh, you know, a, a George Springer and I can say, okay, he's he's going to keep he's going to keep going and – you know, we can get into Christian Yelich if you want to, but we've spent enough time with him on this show, and and I I believe he has proven himself as well. Oh, and there's some dude Mike Salmon is back. Um, he's he's playing all right too. Uh, but I'd like to see where Bellinger is come the All Star break 
be very interested to see if Bellinger's in the home run derby. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, and I don't want to go on a tangent, but I think that there is some validity to that home run derby kind of messing with people's swings. So I'd really like to see where Bellinger is a little later on in the season. But I saw him the other night. He was in, he was playing right field, and he gunned down a dude. Was it at third or home? Do you I, remember seeing I don't this? know. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was at third. Gunned him down with an absolute rifle from right field. And those are the kind of moments when that kind of stuff makes me think, okay, maybe Bellinger is starting to figure it out because I remember he played first a lot last year and he just and the year before and he just wasn't very good at it. He seemed like a defensive liability, but with Puig gone, maybe right field is the right place for him. Who knows? Do you view him as a potential future star of the game? Because I think he's got a little bit of a swag about him that could lead to people liking watching him play a la Bryce Harper. With he's got a little bit of the, a little bit of attitude to him, which is which I think is cool. And I mean, his power, when he hits home runs, it's like it, it's like a bomb. It's a yeah. missile. It's all these inside pitches, and he just turns on them and just flies into the right field stands. It's amazing. Well, I think, I think one thing that made him so great, which maybe he's started to figure out this year, is it's something we were seeing in a lot of young players, and you see it in, you know, like uh, the, the Vlad Juniors and the, the, the Tatis and, you know, a rising guy who's starting to become one of my favorite players to watch, Pete Alonso, And something that I've always seen in Mike Trout is that launch angle is a real thing. And I think Cody Bellinger has one of the sweetest, most fluid launch angles. And if he can, if he can keep his eyes correct, he'll strike out less because that launch angle is great and you'll hit home runs, but you'll strike out a lot. And I'm not one of those people that believes that it's okay to strike out. I don't think it's okay to strike out at all. Make someone make a play. That's how I've always believed baseball should be played. Most of baseball doesn't agree anymore. I know, I know. But I'll be curmudgeon, and they can be idiots. Um, but I think Cody Bellinger has always had a great launch angle. And if he can piece that together, I'm with you. I think he could be a face of the game. He's in L.A. They're going to try to lock him up. You know, he's got, you know, his mom and dad are at like every game. You know, they're the classic suburban, you know, rich white people helping their kid through baseball. And he's a good looking kid. He's tall. You know, he seems nice. Uh, why why not market the game around him? I just want him. I, I was looking at his OBP. I for a guy batting 431, I would like his OBP to be a little higher than 508. Just because I'd like to see you criticizing an above 500 on base. (laughs) I'm just saying I would like to see your on base percentage about 100 points higher than your batting average somewhere around there. That tells me you're taking a good amount of walks. I think at that level, though, if you're on if your average is 431, you're getting a hit almost every time you're up. There's no time to get walks. So your OBP is going to be basically what your what what your uh, average is fair. But I'm looking at Christian Yelich. He's batting 353 and his on base is 460. And he has one more walk than right, Cody that's, Bellinger. That's who's eight, got that's eleven more hits. Eighty points below what Bellinger's average is. Eighty. I understand. It's also a month into the season. And you also love Christian Yelich. I do love Christian Yelich, and I don't like Cody Bellinger. The other thing with Bellinger too is he only has fifteen Ks in the first month. And that's last year he huge. had one hundred and fifty-one, so basically won a game that is now half of a K per game. And that is huge. And yeah. I, you know, again, we we mentioned his, you know, his postseason struggles of last year and hopefully this is what turns him is he now would you consider him the best hitter on the dodgers yeah just because of this 
Well, I think two years ago he was too. Really? Excuse me, but I think so. I mean, I I think I think I give myself some credit. I and I maybe I'll be really wrong, but when I'm watching this kind of stuff, I, I feel like I have an idea of who's going to be able to keep this going, and it's not going to be at this level. Like I said, that's impossible. But the way he's locked in right now, you just don't see this from average players. Yeah, this level of it, you don't. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think he's the best player on the Dodgers. All right, well, I'd like to see uh, a full healthy season of Justin Turner and Corey Seager, but. Well, uh, it's not. I'll Turner. let it slide for you right now. It's not Turner. Maybe Corey Seager, but it's not Turner anymore. Does Kirk Gibson play for the Dodgers still? On one leg, yeah. Nice, nice. Well, that remains to be seen. Um, I'm excited. I would like him to be good. I don't really want the Dodgers to win a World Series, but I I like seeing young players be good, and we need more youth. Well, after losing two in a row, I mean, I don't want them to see. I don't want them to win it either, but. That'd be nice for Dodger fans to finally win one. <laughs> well, yeah, because LA's so tough right now. <laughs> so tough. Anyway, when we come back, I want to keep diving into some of this because look, looking at these stats, I mean, obviously Bellinger jumps out at you uh, just because of how amazing he's done. But I want to give some love to some other guys, and we'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner, but first there's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. You can also get your hands on Marco Gonzalez if you want him, that bum. You know, you know what? I'm, I think I'm good. I had uh, I had some of the, the brass, the higher-up brass at Ye Old Brewery that I work for uh, went up to Seattle today. To uh, watch the Cubs game because they're all they're all Chicago kids, so oh, they're okay. all diehard Cubs fans. Yeah. And uh, in the second inning, I wanted to send the GIF of "Stop it! They're already dead." <laughs> I was like, "Of course, the game you guys go to, like the Cubs will probably get blown out tomorrow, but because they went to it and I started Marco Gonzalez today, that he got lit." He got lit. I looked up at the second inning, and it was 4-0, and the bases were chucked. And I was like, I can't watch it With anymore. nobody out, right? Yeah, and I was like, no more. No, stop it. They're already dead. Yeah, basically. I mean, John brought up a good point. Like, you know, Lester is just cash and paychecks. He's not quite the same anymore, although I'd still take him in the playoffs at some point. Well, he's got two World Series rings just being a boss. Why I know, not? I know. <laughs> or does he have three? Ooh. Did he get that 13 team too? I don't know. Because I think he's 7 and 13. All right. 7, 13, 15? Maybe. Ugh, I hate him. No, 13, he was in Oakland. You sure? No, not at all. Like, cool. not in the slightest. You just said that so Totally so shooting from the hoop, from the hip. Mm, shooting for the hoop. Shooting for the hoop. Well, Speak. let's look up John Lester's Wikipedia three time World Series champion 2007, Bam. 2013, 2016. Boom, baby. Well, you said 15. So. Yeah, well, whatever. I try to block that World Series out of my mind. <laughs> uh, Blazers are up 61-48 with, a, with about six and a half to go yeah, in they're the keeping third. This, they're keeping this lead in the double digits right it, now, which is nice. Keeping it going. Keeping yeah. it going. You want to go, like, real off-track baseball and talk basketball for a second? Sure. Riddle me this, Batman. Okay. So okay, I've, Robin. So I've noticed this many, many times, and no one ever talks about it. And it was so apparent 
in the Bucks Celtics series. So the Celtics blow out the Bucks, make the Bucks look terrible game in game one, one yep. right? They win by 20 plus points, right? I would argue that a road team stealing game one in the NBA playoffs, I would argue that I'll bet you 99% of the time the home team wins game two by a lot because it's like, well, we got one and I'm done trying. Am I wrong? No, probably not. So why is that cool? Why is that okay? Well, I also think... Why don't you just try to steal two? I think, well, I mean, come on. It's not like they're not trying to win both games. I disagree. That's what I'm saying. I think that any team that wins the first game of a series naturally is a little bit lower energy game, too, because you have a little bit of breathing room, right? I mean, we said the same thing in the first series when the Blazers went up 2-0 against the Thunder. They lost game three. And you kind of went, well, I mean, you're up 2-0. It's really hard to get up for that game like the Thunder are because the Thunder, it's a must-win game. Right, right. But Portland played decent. They looked like they were trying. I watched Kyrie Irving. I watched Al Horford, and they were like, we do not care. <laughs> like, at all. I will. I did not watch a lot of the second game of that series. I was here when it was on, so I was kind of keeping an eye on it to the left of me. But all I looked up and saw was after the, at, I was watching it. It was close at halftime, and then I stopped watching it check the score and they had outscored them by like 30 in the third quarter. And I was like, Whoa, the yeah. bucks, the bucks had yeah, yeah. that matter. And I was like, why is that? Why did that happen? Like I guess the they second, just hit a bajillion threes. It's like the second someone goes up 12, you're like, eh, I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> well, okay. not, not normally in the playoffs, but you yeah. remember that club we went to last night in downtown Milwaukee. Let's do that again tonight, <laughs> bro. There's like six minutes left in the third. What we're playing basketball. Oh yeah. Oh, we, have a, this we was... have a flight back to Boston tonight? Now we can go tomorrow. I thought this was shoot-around. <laughs> I just see it way too much, and it just drives me bonkers. Yeah, but you see it way less than the playoffs, at least. Generally. I, I just saw it the other day. Well, I know, what are you talking I'm, about? I'm just saying you generally see it way less. And this is not what Teams I'm talking care. about. Like, the Blazers won game one and two. They were, you know, full of emotion, high emotion. Of course, Oklahoma City was going to come out firing in game three. But Boston won game one on the road. You don't think Kobe's trying to kill him and get a dagger and go back home 2-0? Let's not use Kobe as an example. Why? A, because he actually tries every day? Well, he's a rare breed. That is true. He's real good. Yeah. I mean, there, there's there's putting effort in, and there's Kobe who wanted to murder everybody he played. So and, there, and how'd that work out for him? Pretty well. Pretty well. But he has really bad relationships with the people he played with. Who cares? He's got rings and millions and millions of dollars. Could also have rings and millions of dollars if he was a little nicer to people. Too. You know who else has that? Cristiano Ronaldo, and nobody likes him. But guess what? He got it. Does he really have that same murder everybody on the pitch mentality? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he hates them all. I've seen him flop a lot, so. Well, yeah, that's what they do. I question it sometimes. That's what they do. I mean, Monty Ginobili had rings for days, and he would still flop. Yeah, that's true. It's the European in them. Good old Manu Ginobili. What's he doing right now? You think he's still growing hair with a big, big bald spot in the back of his head? Can he just? Yeah. Now that he's retired, he probably can do that. Yeah, because nobody cares. He could probably pull a U and go full platinum hair for for a, a week or two. No, nobody can do that but me. That's that's kind of brave yeah, to say dude. that. That's my thing. I'm bringing <laughs> nope. it. Nobody did, else can do that. Did I tell you I'm bringing it back? No. <laughs> yeah, I think after you Labor- were so proud when it was gone that you're bringing it back. <laughs> well, I had I had like a I had like a, an existential crisis. I had to get rid of it. <laughs> um, I. Uh, I think after Labor Day, I'm going to grow my hair out again. 
Okay. And then in February, I'm going to bleach it and probably rock it all year long. All year, huh? Yeah. Why all not? Right. Why not? All right. Sounds fun. It d- it sounded fun the first time you did it, and then you you bombed on it. And, and then my mama months. got sick, and it was hard looking in the mirror when it looked so stupid, taking something so seriously, Mike. Thanks, bud. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Don't taunt me, Michael. Just joking. I mean, I'm not really joking, but <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I feel really bad now. <laughs> Don't feel bad. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Mike. Know that you are better than me because I just derailed us for no good reason. Uh, and the text is correct. I was wrong. Manu is Argentinian, not European. But he might as well be European. Oh, did you say he was European? I said, I said that's what happens with Europeans. Oh. I just alluded to the fact that he was. But he is not. He is not. He is from Argentina. I correct. Knew that. I knew that, Mike. And I don't know anything. Oh, Blazers lead down to eight. Here we go. Classic NBA. Yeah. Ten minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Two-point game. Yeah, what do we do? We just take it off? We just uh, Throw by 15? Yeah, I'm just oh, they're back not, by 10. It's fine. Not, I'm just not going to do anything. Double digits. As long as it's double digits, you're happy. I'm, I'm good. I don't need to do anything anymore. You want to get back to some of the good baseball players? Yeah, sure. Why not? We were talking good baseball players, and we'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Jokic just got his fourth personal foul with four minutes to go in the third. Blazers up by... 10, as CJ missed the free throw. You like how he built that up? I was like ready to say 11. Make your free throws. Gary Harris just got flattened by Ennis Cantor on an up-the-court screen, and he came up, and he was like, who did that S? Who did that S? (laughs) Like mean, angry looking. (laughs) Like, you just got flattened by Cantor, dude. I can't tell if I like, if I like, when you look at Ennis Cantor, you know, he's he's got such strong Eastern European facial features, you know? like really rigid cheeks and a long face that he looks kind of scary. But when he smiles, he looks so nice. He's Turkish. Yeah, he's so Turkish. That, does that count as Eastern European? I guess technically it's Western Asian. It's like Middle Eastern, yeah. Middle Eastern, yeah. But uh, when he smiles, he looks so nice. Yeah. I think I like He's got him. a goofy sense of personality, too. Yeah, why not? I heard him on Cowherd the other day. He seems like a nice dude. And uh, he's really honest. He really loves playing for the Blazers. Yeah, he is. So been, that's a plus. I mean... Yo, dude, we ain't got money because Evan Turner and Myers Leonard got it all. You want to hang out with us for cheap? I, that's It's never going to happen. But my thought with that, before we get back into baseball quickly, was he's talking so positively about it. The Blazers can't re-sign him unless he takes, like, a dirt-cheap contract. So, do I mean, it. Do it. Maybe do he it. would, but I don't know. be just nice get, to have him before Nurkic comes back. Just get rid of Evan Turner. I trade him. Cut him. Well, you still have to eat the salary then. Does it go against the cap? Yeah, I think so. Man, I don't know anything about the NBA. I think it would. That's all right. I like real sports anyway. Um, back to baseball. Some guys that are playing amazingly, kind of standing out to us right now. I mentioned Pete Alonzo. Yeah. Um, who's my favorite young kid in baseball right now. I mean, uh, I watched. He's a Met, so I have a hard time liking him. But Understood. I watched uh, the second game of Vlad Jr., and I'll be real quick about this. 
and the cameras would not stop showing Vlad Jr. I was like, can I watch baseball? I uh, I watched and the first game coincident- of Vlad Jr. Coincidentally, Toronto was playing the Timbers at the same time in an MLS match. Yeah. Both games were in Toronto. The Blue Jays dome, packed. Absolutely packed. And that team is hot garbage. Um, Toronto FC, on the other hand, has like two former U.S. men's national team legends have won a cup and are like third in the East right now. Nobody there. Well, I mean, are you surprised? Kind of. It's Vlad Guerrero Jr., dude. Whatever, dude. The, the They're all garbage. I want to see Vlad Jr. in like three years. I watched his first game because it was on MLB TV or MLB Network, I mean. And the fact that he set up the game-winning hit with like a nice opposite field single was just perfect. Yeah. Because he was 0 for 3 at that point. He made a nice play in the field, and you were like, come on, Vlad, do something to help the walk-off. And he doubles down the line. You're like, nice. 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 Well, anyway, uh, I'm a big fan of Pete Alonso right now, batting second in that Mets lineup and looking pretty good. I mean, he's, he, he's after talking about Cody Bellinger, is anybody good right now? Pete Alonso batting a pedestrian 292 right now with nine <laughs> home runs and 26 RBIs. He's got 14 walks. I like that for a kid. Uh, but he stood out to me. Uh, he's my young guy. Of all the young kids that are coming through, uh, Pete Alonso has been my guy. Makes sense. Uh, he has been the best looking thus far early in the season. I'm still super high on Tatis Jr. Fair. As well as Vlad Guerrero Jr. I know actually Vlad Jr. hasn't looked the best in his first, what, four or five games this week? Yeah. But that team's hot garbage. Yeah, but he is watching him. I guess I loved Vlad Guerrero Sr. more than I thought. Oh, my God. Watching yeah. Vlad Jr. play. I got all these flashbacks of loving Vlad Sr.'s swing because his swing is just as violent, except he doesn't swing at literally everything. So it was <laughs> so it, Pop it, swung at everything. It was just really, really fun to watch that and go, oh, yeah, I loved Vlad Guerrero. Yeah, that's why he's a Hall of Famer. And it kind of surprised people, but that's why he's a Hall of Famer. Another uh, one for me. I was going to say, do you got one? Yeah, and this is a guy who actually did make a little bit of news this week. Oh, if, I'm looking, if you saw this. Real quick, tease. I'm looking at somebody... I was super down on them. I have to eat crow on. Go. Tim Anderson. Oh, yeah. Hitting 375. Mr. Bat flip himself. Leading the AL in batting average. I remember when the Yankees played the White Sox a couple weeks ago, they were talking about how hot he had started. It has not slowed down. He is he has been really, really, really good so far. He had some good flashes last year. Yeah, he... Oh, Inconsistent, he was, but he had some good flashes. He was a highly rated prospect, and he was a really great fielder, and he said they said he had a bat, but it just hadn't come to fruition yet. And yeah, there were some flashes. There were he he went on some hot streaks. Yeah, where it was like a, a couple of weeks where he was really hot. I'm interested to see if he can keep this going because he said that he. Now this is probably a little blasphemous, but he did say, "I feel like I'm kind of a Jackie Robinson." Whoa, whoa, yeah, but not for race, but for having fun on the baseball field. Well, good, get it, dude. And because of that, although I'm a little bit perplexed as to why he would compare compare himself to Jackie Robinson. Um there's a lot of guys out there that have had fun. The I'm down for players going over the top of their celebrations and trying to make it a point Without to a make doubt. it cool to do it. And his bat flips are awesome and his energy is awesome and when he gets hits he's always yelling at the dugout positive things and it reminds me a lot about a lot like the NBA sometimes a guy hits a three and they like flex at the bench and the bench goes crazy. I love that he Steph gets the dugout shitty. involved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I think I, I feel like a couple of years ago, maybe our first year of doing this show, we had many conversations about, you know, the flair aspect and 
the marketing aspect. I think we've probably talked about it at some point every single year, and I don't feel like we need to talk about it because I think we're all on board. Yeah, I think in the beginning, I don't know if either of us were fully on board. I think we were like, ah, it's kind of cool, but respect the game. And now I'm like, yeah, whatever, just do what you want. I don't necessarily want you like directly showing up somebody. Like, I don't need you hitting a home run, throwing a bat, and staring down the starting pitcher. Like, I don't need that. But if you hit a home run, it's an absolute bomb, 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 bomb. Then uh, throw that bat and point at the dugout and and try your bases. I'm 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 all for that. I don't mind if you stare down the pitcher if there's a little history there or something. Like, yeah, if there's if it's Mike Piazza off Clemens, yeah, go for it, dude. I'm cool, cool with that. That's yeah. pretty cool, right? Yeah, I'm cool with that. But it can't just be like I'm Tim Anderson and I'm facing Wade Miley, who I've never faced before, and I just hit a dinger, so I'm going to stare him down. I don't want to see that. I got one more before you get to the guy you got to eat crow on. How about what might be one of the more underappreciated infielders of our generation who has always been good, but right now has started the year off absolutely insane. Elvis Andrus, he's hitting 348. He's got five bombs, 20 RBIs. Numbers are sexy, dude. He's got a 411 OBP, but I'm looking at his career. He's never been like the best hitter of all time, but he has been rock solid consistent for the Rangers and is a, is a guy that I think doesn't get any respect because he's just uh, on the Rangers. He's nothing, he's nothing special, but he's just good. Right. And I'm happy to see that he's starting off as hot as he is. Right. I think part of it is, I think part of it is, is he's stuck in Texas, but is he, is he the next Adrian Beltre for Texas? No, I, I, no. I mean, in a positive way of just a dude that is just consistently, I'm a dude. I play well, He's and you dude. can always count He's on me. He's a dude. We're all dudes, hey? Um, Disguised as a dude? The, playing another dude? <laughs> I, he's not Adrian Beltre because Beltre is much better. Well, I understand. I don't mean power-wise. I just mean as a guy, when Adrian Beltre got to Texas, and maybe I'm just drawing the Texas comparison of just like that's a guy that trots out every single day. You as a fan, you buy that Adrian Beltre jersey, and you rock it every day at the stadium because that's your guy. Is Elvis Andrews not that dude? I probably. That's yeah. kind of that's more what I mean. And, and maybe I'm not comparing him to a potential future Hall of Famer who did steroids. Uh, but I mean, he's you know he's that guy now, the, and his stats are backing him up this year so far. The thought I have on that is the 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 funny stuff that they would do with each other in the dugout. Like Andrews always would try <laughs> to it. touch his head. I loved it. Uh, Beltre's head, and I, I think they kind of created a little like. For back, lack of a better term, a power couple yeah. on that team. And now that Beltre is gone or retired, that Andrus is the guy left. Yeah, maybe I can see that. Yeah. And maybe because uh, Beltre is gone, Andrus feels this pressure to step into those shoes too. Yeah. And that I've I've really enjoyed Elvis Andrews this year. I think I always kind of have. So who are you eating crow on? Uh, I got to eat crow on a guy who in 27 games uh, is batting 302 on base 341. At least the stats I'm looking at. They might not be updated from today. I don't know how he played today. Uh, the strikeout rate's a little high, but he's got nine dingers, 22 RBIs. That is your Javier Baez from mm. the Chicago Cubs. Mm. He's playing well. He is. He is playing he's well. Playing well. I dealt him last year in fantasy because I was like, this guy ain't going to do well next year. See ya. And I think I even, when we were previewing the season and we were kind of talking about, you know, MVP candidate MVP, last year. MVP candidates from last year, you know, and Christian Yelich and Javi Baez and things like that, that I did not believe Baez would. I, I don't like the strikeout numbers. He's already got 33 strikeouts in 27 games. So, you know, that's one point plus a game. There's new uh, new stats for you. 
New stats? He, well, because he lit it up today when the Mariners got shot. Oh, great, yeah. Please. 314, 10 homers, 24 RBIs, 352 OBP. Jeez. And, he, and he's amazing in the field. He's awesome. His his similar to me watching MLB's Twitter for Cody Bellinger. I feel like I see a Javi Baez in the field highlight almost every day. His his glove to hand transition is unreal, and we all know his 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 tag out style is absolutely impressive. But he is so quick with the baseball, and. He is so fun to watch. He's kind of a, he can come across as kind of a jerk, but I wonder if that's just what you know. Yadi Molina always talks about. That's just how we play baseball in Puerto Rico. You know that maybe he's not being a jerk. I'm just not used to that kind of flair because he's great, and I have to sit here and take it because he's fantastic. I think that is probably more the latter. What you're saying that's just how they play baseball. That's how they play, and he and is, that is okay. And that's what Tim Anderson okay. is saying. Yep, it's it. It's hard for those of us who have watched baseball for so long not to see sometimes and instantly react like, hey, be better. Right. And then you realize. Respect the game. Like, well, the game has changed. Yeah. And they are respecting the new version of the game and they're having fun. And we've had this conversation probably 50 times in the last four years. But if you want to get more people interested in the game, you need more players who are fun to watch. Yeah. And not Mike Trout. Yeah. Mike Trout's fun to watch because of his. Because of his abilities. But he's very boring to watch because he doesn't show any personality. So minus his smile, which is great. Which is a great smile. But, you know, if if you're watching Javi Baez and you're getting pumped up, that's awesome. And that's attracting people to watch. Man. Man, swing and a miss on that. No wonder my fantasy team sucked this year. All right, when we come back, a major milestone was hit the other day that we kind of saw coming, but we haven't seen for a while. Will we see any more to come in the future? We also have fair or foul at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour. We'll do that next. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 